0: If you're sick of playing small and if you're a big dreamer then you're in the right place my name is Helena Garrett and I'm here to give you the juiciest business tips to help you grow and scale your dream beauty business you can call me your new beauty business bestie let's get started Hello, beauty bosses. I am so excited. I will be sharing with you today how to stop losing your team slash employees. Oh, I'm so ready for this. And this is such a topic nowadays where I hear horror stories from both sides of employees and employers, um, whether they're a W-2 employee or a 1099 or renter's you know, just building a team can be so freaking hard. Oh my gosh. And finding the right people. Um, if you haven't listened to my other podcast about, you know, finding the right people for your salons, you know, for your clientele, go listen to that too. But this podcast is just directly towards how to keep your employee retention up. And the biggest thing that i hear from salon owners is you know i do everything for my employees but they don't do anything for me or they're struggling with trying to manage them and to try to make them into a team and they're getting backfire and um you know they're it's like a power struggle almost and then i also hear the other side of employees feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not being heard. I'm being overworked. I'm not getting paid enough. I don't even feel valued. Um, I feel like I'm not growing and I am getting yelled at and mistreated and I love my job and my clients, but I don't think I can do this anymore. And that's huge. So when I hear employees say that, it to them, especially if it's their first job underneath a company, they are more likely to start a business because they are sick of, you know, not being treated well. And honestly, it comes down to the value. They don't feel valued. um, They feel disrespected and they don't feel like they're growing. And so then they decide to create a business, which they didn't even want to create a business in the first place. They just wanted to work with a company that they love. They didn't want to wear all the hats. And now they're struggling to become business owners. And they just want to work for a company where they can be an amazing service provider. And that's where I see a lot of people in this industry struggle because they lost faith in companies. And they lost faith in working for someone. So they decide to do it on their own. And, and when in reality, they're really holding them back from you know, they could have really emerged into the artists that they were supposed to be in these companies. They could have grown if the company was set up correctly. And it's so hard for me because I have seen both sides. um, And I work with my coaching clients with this, especially when they're trying to not only build their team and maintain it but when they start to step out and when they hire on a manager and when they start to run multiple locations you really have to make sure that you have systems in place and you have to have leadership skills and communication skills in order to become a good leader and so for employers when you know, your team isn't manageable if they're acting out, if they're not showing up, if they, you know, if they're not engaging, if they don't want to grow, if you're losing people left and right, it all comes down to the systems and it comes down to the vision. And for me, the way that I communicate with my employees is a way that I want them to communicate with me and I show them by doing. And I have very strict contracts and guidelines for how they need to grow in my company and steps to get there in the vision. So they're able to see, okay, I'm not growing because at X, Y, Z on, you know, my growth plan and I need to start implementing those and I need to get more clients or I need to grow into a leader, you know, to keep people around, you want to grow them into spots where, they're not service providers any longer unless they love to be a service provider. Some people they will be great at being your employee and service provider, and that's amazing. But some people have bigger dreams too, like education or managing or retail or you know, more artsy stuff. It depends on your beauty business, but, but most people they want to grow. And the best success that I found is having things in place and learning to wear the hat of a leader and leadership just doesn't come from you know youtubing or listening to a podcast leadership is a changing and growing cycle and you have to be consistent with it and you have to keep working on it you know not one day you're just going to be this great leader there's going to be hiccups you're going to have to learn and you have to be okay with being wrong And you have to know yourself well enough to realize that, you know, am I meant to lead people? Can I manage employees? Because it's hard and it's time consuming. And I see so many people where they're great service providers, but they're not great leaders and they don't have to be. And that's okay. But don't hire on people if you can't lead them. And you're doing them a disservice and yourself a disservice because you're going to have a headache, you're going to feel like, why is no one, you know, listening to me? Why can't I keep a team? And then your employees are going to be so frustrated that they're just going to end up quitting. So how do we build your team? And especially if you're looking at, you know, what do you want your first employee to be like? What kind of systems is Helena even talking about? I want you guys to build a plan of action. I call it a roadmap with every single job that we have in both companies, in my coaching and in my salons. I have a roadmap to how are they going to grow in my company and what are the steps and what happens if these steps aren't met. And it's a very, very clear roadmap of what I expect and what they expect from me. And having employees and building a team is like literally having a relationship. You know, you have to work for it every day. And what happens if a client is upset? What happens if a client comes late? Or what if there's a bad review with an employee? Or what if an employee doesn't show up on time? You have to have policies in place to run a team. And then you have to add the value of, you know, why are they part of this team what's the big picture you know how are you able to grow them how are you able to you know let them be a part of something bigger but then you also want to think about you know no matter how you lead no matter what you do some people will not align with your vision and what I like to say is hire slowly and fire fast because someone might have the best interview. You might do like three different interviews. Our interview process is so long and it's because I really want them to be committed, not only enough to stay in the interview process, but committed to showing up on time to do a working interview, to be so committed to this job that they're willing to take that next step. And I see a lot of people where I tell them that's a three-step, four-step interview process. And after, you know, interview one or two, they either go for a different job or, you know, they have found something else or they decide not to. And that's okay. And some of them are really nice people and they could have been amazing on my team. But the fact is, if they can't even make it to round three, they're not going to make it to month six working for me. And month six is the highest Like, if you can make it six months, if your employee makes it six months in your company, you know, she's gonna be around for a while or at least for a year. You know, she's she's willing to grow. That first six months of you going into a company or you know, I'm hiring someone, it's going to be the highest dropout rate and the lowest employee retention. And it's because you guys are trying to figure out each other. And if you don't have systems in place for them to grow, after six months, someone gets tired, bored, and then they either quit or, you know, it's not the right fit. Within that six months, too, it's very strict guidelines of you know what does this person need to do in order to get to my company and to grow and Don't give her all the freebies and the handouts at three months. You know she has to be able to be promoted into that she has to work into that or he or she has to work into that. so what is your systems and what do you want them to look like, and you have to make sure that your employee is aligning with you. If it's not a good alignment, they might be super sweet. They might even be good at what they do. But if it's just not a good fit, then you're wasting your time and their time. Because you want to make sure that they find their home. And you want to make sure that you have space open in your home for people that want to be there and grow there. So my biggest mistake as an employer was I hired people on And I hired them on because I needed warm bodies. And I thought my interviews were great. And I thought that they were great. But then I didn't have my systems in place. I didn't have my action plan in place for them to actually grow. And I kept people around too much or too long. Because I was waiting for them to grow. And I was waiting for them to step up. And months go by. And a year goes by. And nothing changes. They were still on day zero. Or day, you know, like... 20 or day 30 when it's been day 365 so thinking about that you know how do you keep an employee at day 365 or how do you keep an employee at day 600 it has to be a growing experience and it has to be adding value to their life because you're creating jobs for people that's amazing You're creating somewhere for them to work at and grow at and to feed their families and to have success. That's amazing. But if you're not ready for that leadership role, that's okay too. But how do you stop and realize, okay, and be so honest with yourself and realize who do I need to be as a leader, as an employer, and who do I need to hire to either help me get there or what do I need to change in my leadership skills to become a better leader? Or is this even the right position for me? So I'm going to leave you on that note. This was an amazing podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm like dying. I love it so much. Um, I love talking to you guys. I know that we're not actually talking, but I love recording and I love sharing with you my insights, and if you guys have any other topics or ideas, or if you're like, oh my gosh, Helena, like I love what you cover, can you cover that more? Please message, please reach out to me. I would love to hear your feedback, and please subscribe and share because I would love, love, love to continue to grow with you guys and to spread, you know, all the business tips and tricks and mindsets and everything that we cover in the podcast. And I'm so excited for the the next couple episodes because I'm bringing on some beauty bosses and leaders in the industry to share their thoughts and to share what they've gone through and just to share the value and knowledge with you guys. Because I promise I could talk all day about beauty business, but I want you guys to hear it from different aspects and from different people. So stay tuned for that. I am so excited and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.